0: hello welcome to chopcast uh this is Griffin uh, and Sam mm. will is not here today because he's a little baby who <laughs> gets tired from driving nine hours apparently an idiot. Um, uh. <laughs> be be better <laughs> um, be better yeah but uh this is a tough day in um braves world I guess um This was the worst series of the year, um, bar none. We lost a series early in the year to the Nationals, which was embarrassing. We tied the series with the Reds, who that was two out of their three wins for their first 23 games was at Truist Park. So that was a little embarrassing. We didn't know it as much at the time, though. But we really just went up to Atlanta and effectively got our pants pulled down in front of everybody in the country um, who cares about baseball. And that was tough to watch. Um, Every game, even just uh, our win, was just grueling to watch. And the fact that it was is also embarrassing because we were winning at eight to nothing after the, the
1: first two. Yeah, minutes. after the second inning, of eight to zero. I I, I genuinely think if the, if the Mets had had two more innings, which obviously you know it's baseball, like you can't like just grant them that. But if they had two more innings, I don't think we would have won, which is pretty tough. Yeah.
0: Um. um it was just. I mean a lot of people were saying in the comments and uh, whatever on my posts or in my story or DMs or whatever um, that they had, there was a, it was just basically all soft contact from them um, except for the first game where they had back to back home runs where they basically just kind of instantly put the game out of reach. Uh Um, Which, yeah, I mean, they did, but like, that's, that's how they play. That's how they played all year long. And, you know, I don't know how much it's going to work for the postseason, looking at it now, uh, the way that they play. But at least for the regular season, it's been working out really well for them. They, every single one of them, they work their at-bats really hard. Um, like, for me, I I kind of determine – how well the Mets are gonna do that day, depending on obviously how like the starter uh, is going. And if the starter shuts down Brandon Nimmo, I think they're gonna have a bad day. He's almost like, which, you know, I'm just being mean at this point, but I I told this to one of my friends over the D, like over DM's earlier today, that all of the white people on their team just look like woodland creatures um, <laughs> somehow and Brandon Nemo the resident woodchuck uh or just something with massive teeth that's just always always out here <laughs> Jeff McNeil
1: um, That's actually a he's good like, point. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna bring it. Right. McNeil's almost worse than than fucking him.
0: Yeah. Is. Well, he's the, they call they literally call him Squirrel. Like yeah. on the team, <laughs> and like every time he's up to up to the plate, he's literally like got his teeth out like this, like he's just hunched <laughs> over. Um, he also. But sorry, yeah. not i was gonna say, Mc, gonna say
1: mcneil also has some of the funniest reactions to getting out on like strike calls and stuff and just like
0: gr- he's r- got legit anger issues routine like, ground he's grounds. an the angry He just person.
1: loses his mind
0: yeah but so um brandon nemo not uh woodchuck but i mean the same thing in uh groundhog like he is my indication he is like the groundhog from the groundhog's day like Coming out, seeing his shadow or not seeing a shadow—I don't remember which one is like the the, the three more weeks of winter or whatever—but like it's the same yes. indication. He's their leadoff guy. He comes out, and however he, his first at bat comes out, like that's how they usually. If it's really good, it's probably going to be their day, and if it's not, probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically every at-bat that he had in this series was productive in some way, whether it was getting at least five or six pitches from that at-bat or getting on base or getting a walk or whatever. Um, and it was just it, that I, the rest of them followed suit. Um, I legitimately believe that we have a better whole lineup than they do. Uh, they have, like, their weak spots – in the catching position with either McCann or Nito, they're not really great hitters, but somehow they seem to be good against the Braves, especially when it's at city field. Um, And then Luis Guillorme is hit or miss. Um, And Eduardo Escobar is also hit or miss uh, from the right side, or no, from the left side, he's pretty terrible. Um, Who else, who else is at the bottom of their lineup? Um, Um, I can't remember this. uh, (laughs) That's lineup. Um, yeah, we have Dom Smith ever in there. He's not really great. Um, Mark Canna usually torches us. Yeah, he's been pretty good. Um, Tyler Naquin should be kind of a weaker spot. Uh, he's solid. Not too bad. But, of course, in that I think it was the first game, he got two home runs. Yeah, he went off. Um, and that was – he's hit nine home runs this year. He got two of his nine home runs <laughs> in the first – Hundred and ten something games of the season. He got two of his nine home runs in that one game against Kyle Wright. Um,
1: Kyle looked bad. He looked yeah. rattled. Yeah. Um. You you could tell the wheels fell off pretty pretty quickly in that one. That was that was also a tough game because I. Uh, this is the first. This is the first uh, Braves game I've actually seen in New York City and. I went out with some friends to go watch it, and I was like fully decked out and all the brave stuff, and I just felt like a fucking moron. Um... Li- li- literally, <laughs> we- literally, literally, we sat down as Pete Alonso hit a home run to make it four zero, and I was just, uh, I was like, whatever. I mean, we had- actually ended up making that first game like kind of close. Like Ronnie brought in a uh, two run shot, and it was like yeah. five to three, so there was a there was a chance, but yeah, that was not yeah, not, was, not the best. That was
0: pretty much. That was pretty much the only, like, saving grace from this series, that it looks like Acuna is really
1: coming back yeah, to what he used to be. he's eating up, for sure, which is a good, obviously a great sight. Um, yeah. Game one,
0: we definitely made it look a lot closer at the end than it really was. Mm-hmm. Um, game two, we, you know, went up way early and by a lot, and... The, I start, like, if we didn't have, if we had any other pitcher on the mound that day besides Ian, I would have been completely fine, but I knew what was going on, mm-hmm. and so did, like, a lot of other Braves fans, and I was just, I was literally, pa- like, the fact that I was pacing in my living room for three consecutive innings, being up 8 nothing, and then 8-1, to mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's 8-4, to 8-5, to like, horrifying. Yeah. Um, Game three, we just made – we made David Peterson look like an absolute god on the mound, like a mm-hmm. god among men. Um, I can't remember if it was that game specifically. I, 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 I think it was uh, that we had a five-pitch inning at one point. Um, too, like, there's just – there seems – and we made him work – pretty significantly like the first two or three innings. Uh-huh. And then uh, it was Oda Rizzi. Oda Rizzi just had like a really tough 20 pitch inning. He might've allowed one run at that point. Yeah. Uh, goes into the dugout for a break. And then we come out, one of the pit, uh, one of the batters was Ozuna. And of course his was like a, a one pitch at bat. That uh, <laughs> was just immediate pop up. Um, and five pitches, you help them out tremendously. Like, we're there, we're there were points where, like, we were just playing the absolute opposite game that they were. Mm-hmm. Um, which, they're just, you know, they're taking pitches um, on the corner of the zone or whatever, and they're fouling stuff off like crazy. Um, and we were just either popping it up or striking out pretty easily. I will say, I mean... I did not honestly then Sam can you know it has done the same thing but we did not watch much of the last two games because Mm -hmm. it was just
1: writing on the wall um the the only the only reason I wanted to watch I I honestly didn't even end up watching today's game because I was just kind of burnt out but like one of the reasons I wanted to turn it on was to see DeGrom pitch and like that's kind of backwards. And he ended up what he took a game and he took the game like six perfect innings or something like that. Like thank God he broke that up. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's tough to watch. I I will say like there were some bright spots throughout the series though. Um, one of which is Bryce Eliglasis. I think he's gonna be like, I think he's gonna be unbelievable, unbelievable for the Braves. Um, so like loved seeing that because I mean he he's just like I feel like he's got a he's got an edge to him that like really distinguishes him out as a closer. Um, and then, uh, like you said, I think Ronnie's getting back on track, but like all in all, it was a very, very tough watch. Uh, the whole thing. Yeah. Did you know that we
0: have control of rice Hill until 2025, mm-hmm. which yeah. is just yeah insane. Like well, he th- is our, he is basically going to be our closer more than likely for until then. Well, yeah, I think what- except for this year.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I think what's going to happen is we're going to... There's no way we keep Kenley next year. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there's... he's He's been a good experiment. He's honestly been, like, pretty decent, but I don't think he's the Kenley Jansen that we really, like, expected in terms of just lights out, like, closer stuff. Whereas Rizal could be yeah. something very special. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, Kenley seems to give up just a, a home run basically every time he's out there. Yeah. Usually, it doesn't matter. Um but I guess that's just kind of the way he pitches, mm-hmm. he, especially since, like, his his fastball doesn't get anything above 95, um, and he's usually throwing cutters at 91, 92. Yeah. It's like either you cannot see it where it's going to be at all, or you absolutely know where it's going to be, and you just destroy it. Yep. Um, but, yeah, Um. I mean, all of these games were just infuriating to watch. Even the one that was, you know, like I was saying, it should have been, was a blowout at one point and then wasn't. Um, they just have been controlling, like it, at City Field, they were controlling momentum the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, which is they... ex- ex- exactly what put them back into it when they were down 8 nothing.
1: Yeah. The other thing I noticed is they, like, I mean, obviously it's hard not to notice this, but they hopped out to very large early leads, like, in every game they won. I'm pretty sure they went up, like, 4-0 or 5-0, like, in pretty much each game that, um, yeah, yeah that, that they won.
0: Yeah. I think it was, well, I mean, yeah. It, I th- It was every game that whoever scored first
1: won. Yeah. It, yeah, it was, five, was 5-0, 4-0, 5-0 and then five zero, Yeah, they went up five zero three on in three games before we got it wrong. Yeah. Right.
0: And, I mean, we honestly didn't have a whole lot of opportunities, but when we had them, we didn't do anything with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think back to the Oterizzi game, the first game of the doubleheader. Uh, we had bases loaded. We were getting to Peterson. Um... And, like, if we did something there, he was going to, I feel like he was going to be rattled and just, he was going to have to throw a lot more pitches than he needed to. Uh, He got up to, like, the mid 20s in that inning already. And then it was Robbie Grossman up on the right side, which is exactly where you want him. Um, First pitch hit a liner uh, like a rocket. And if it was two feet to the left, of Lindor could have scored two and mm-hmm. like could have just gone on a tear and it, you know at least worked it Peterson some more and given ourselves some uh, more of a chance kind of taking the life out of City Field and giving Oda Rizzi a better uh, opportunity to start but just barely got into Lindor's glove and we had no life after that mm-hmm. I know that we came back and I don't even remember how we scored five runs, um, but everything was just, and even when we would do it, these like comebacks, they wouldn't matter. Like we would, because it would they would we would do the thing where we would only be down two or three, um, and the pitchers would keep be keeping us in the game, and we wouldn't be doing anything with the bats, and then the pitchers would break, and we'd give up three runs in an inning, and then like two innings later, we'd get three runs. Mm-hmm. but it you know you just made up for what you didn't do and yeah. what you gave up, and it was just a lot of too little too lates in that series um we just we don't have we we got dis- we just got swallowed up by the energy at city field i feel like mm-hmm. um And this is the type of stuff, the type of uh, series where you wish that you could have players on your team like Jock. Mm -hmm. Um, Just not giving a shit what people think and what people say and always keeping your dugout really hyped. But I just I feel like we were legitimately a lot of the players in the dugout were just legitimately frightened.
1: Um, yeah it it was a a tough scene
0: didn't seem to be any energy Um, and it's like when we would do something right you know like a minner getting out of uh, a big jam or whatever um, and the only wind that we had you know getting excited and whatever it just didn't seem like the energy really flowed through the dugout it was just kind of like a one person would do something and that was you know their own excitement
1: um
0: and i don't know we just looked flat
1: yeah it was yeah it was very tough i just i i i just wonder what this the implication of the series is like is this how it's gonna be in october you know if we like Honestly, it would be kind of cool to see, but like, God forbid we play against you know the Mets in a in a like like fat series with this type of energy. Like, are we just gonna fold again, or will we have yeah. our shit together? Uh, I know, like, try like there's a interview with Strider today. Um, he kind of didn't he didn't do too well today, unfortunately. But uh, he was like, yeah, they're getting like pretty lucky, and we'll just see what happens when October comes. Um, I honestly didn't love his interview. It felt like he was kind of copping out a lot, and like. I know we sound salty right now, but like he really sounded salty. Uh so I don't know. It's just it's tough. They I mean the Mets just looked so much better. Like they just looked really fucking good. Uh yeah. And I mean they, I will yeah. say
0: just obviously from a biased point of view, that it just seemed like every break was going their way. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: and hold on. Uh trying to pause it okay i'm hearing like a little reverb um but it just every break could possibly was going their way um Mm -hmm. and like even from that game that we won it just it just kept creeping up on us Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of people were talking about like the the umpires from that game not being from that series not being very good and Track records are not great, but still, like, don't know how much it's going to affect the entire game. Um, hold on. <sighs> Damn it. Okay. There's reverb going somewhere, but I don't know where. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I hope that this is a big wake up call for the team, Um, because we just got, we just got punched in the jeans, real Mm -hmm. hard,
1: yeah, um, not, 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 nothing about the series is pretty, even, you're, like, you mentioned earlier, even, even the game we won, like, just, it felt like they were slowly coming back, but, I don't know. We we'll, we'll see how it kind of plays out in the next you know, few weeks. I, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world or anything, but yeah, I kind of had a bad feeling about this coming in and and just where shit played out. Yeah,
0: I mean, we came into this series being three and a half down and we're leaving being six and a half down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is not insurmountable, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not
1: good. Yeah, it really seems like we're playing for a wild-card spot right now, which I don't love.
0: Yeah, but... which is not not what we need to do. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, like, if we had to face a team like the Mets, um, which, so the what would happen is the Dodgers are definitely going to get the first spot, mm-hmm. um, Mets the second, if they got it. And then the third would be, like, the Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. Probably the Cardinals. I think it's going to be the Um, Cardinals, yeah. Yeah, and then... So, in the first round, we'd have to play the Padres, which, I mean, their rotation's good, but I don't know how good it is for the postseason. Um, And they honestly... I mean, you know, they have the three-headed monster in their lineup now, but I'm honestly still not super scared of them. Um, Mm Mm-hmm so you have to play at least two games at most three which Mm kind of screws up your rotation a little bit um and then so you could basically be putting your fourth starter against so uh if we won trying to think so the one would play the winner of the i think the four and the five yeah so we play the Dodgers, mm-hmm. um, which is honestly, I think, better than playing the Mets after doing that, <laughs> yeah. because you don't have to play DeGrom. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't have to face, like, who would be our fourth at that point? I don't know, like, Morton? You wouldn't have to put Morton against DeGrom. Yeah. Yeah um playoff
1: i mean playoff chalk's pretty good though
0: i mean yeah, you, you, I you never either know way
1: yeah I, I get where you're coming from
0: there um but anyways i had a bunch of other thoughts and then this the the, the reverb that's mostly gone the, in the audio kind of took stuff away from my head um but yeah i i hope that like if there's time, if there's a time for Snit to whip out, like, a whole other team meeting, mm-hmm. it needs to be now, because mm-hmm. the rest of our season, it's got, you know, it's tough parts, it's got it's easy parts. Um,
1: there's no, like, overwhelming stretch, though, which I think is a very good thing. Uh, I would
0: say the overwhelming stretch is just the back-to-back home series of the Mets and the
1: Astros,
0: which is a seven game thing.
1: Well, but that, yeah. But that'll be over by what, when's that like mid August, mid to late August. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then after that, I feel like it's pretty ma- manageable. It's going to be tough though. Cause the Mets have an extremely easy September. Uh, so we're going to have to, you know, really kick it into high gear. Uh, but also the Mets are pretty famous for you know well not famous but like it's expected that they might fall apart in September which could be could be fun
0: yeah but that's kind of the thing like this looks like an entirely different Mets team
1: mm-hmm. um, that's true
0: and I their trade deadline I mean they kind of did like we did It's not super impressive though I think our Riceel Iglesias move was more impressive than anything they did um, I agree but. This is kind of a terrible thing to say, but I'm kind of, kind of hoping for an injury for them. <laughs> Just one to their starting lineup, I think, could <laughs> impact everything. Because I mean, they haven't really dealt with any injuries, major injuries
1: this year. I mean, Degrom was out like this. Well, they had so Degrom.
0: Yeah, they had Degrom and Scherzer out, but like that didn't. It. Their rotation and their mm. pitching hasn't really been what's you know. that's been like their strongest part of their game I know they have you know a pretty productive lineup as well Mm -hmm. um but i don't know us having ozzy go out you lose a lot of energy with that too um and you know it's acuna losing his best friend on the team for most of the Mm -hmm. season at that point too Mm um i don't know i they got to open up at some point they've gone pretty much this whole season without dipping below like five of five and five of the last 10. Like they've just mm. been at least at the worst solid this whole year. And something's yeah. going to give at some point I would figure, but my, you know, yeah, even the Dodgers I, have gone I, into their slumps and stuff.
1: Yeah. My, my, I think my kind of, I know we're just, this is just a very pro Mets episode, I guess, but like, my fear is that they don't have holes in their lineup. Like they, they have an incredibly good starting nine. I, their rotation is pretty, pretty firm, pretty solid at this point. I guess like I mean, their bullpen might not be the best, but even that like, it seems like they've got. I mean, some their bullpen's
0: good... been pretty good, and they have yeah, Michael Gibbons in there now who hasn't been great for them. But um, I don't. I mean, like they're. They're 8 and 9 can be shaky, but...
1: Yeah, that's true. Like the Tomas Nito or James McCann. Yeah, the middle you of are, our lineup yeah. is
0: what's the shakiest, honestly. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's a game-by-game game basis. Rosario, yeah. another, another good thing from this series is that Rosario is heating up, but...
1: I was I was going to say, like, there, the start of the season, I was starting to hit the panic button on that, but he's been bringing it around. Ozuna's a fucking mess, though. I don't... Yeah. I yeah. That's it's been awful. a fucked situation.
0: I can't remember who it was. I think it was, was Darno. It was either Darno or Rosario, but they worked like a really tough at, at bat. There was two outs left against, mm-hmm. I think, Scherzer. Um, and nobody was getting on base. He was just wiping people out. Um, and then, I feel like it was Darno. Worked a really good AB. Um, and... Finally, it just poked it over the fir- uh, Pete Alonso's head, and got some energy flowing. Like, okay, yeah, let's we're getting to him. Let's see what we can do. And then on the first pitch to Ozuna, it was like down and away. And then Ozuna does that thing where he just slings his bat out there. It mm-hmm. has no control over what he's doing, and it just pops it up, instant out. Um. Mm-hmm. He needs to be ninth at this point. Yeah. Like. Yeah. He is just an automatic out. Um, it's either it's... it's either he pops it up, he strikes out, uh, grounds into a double play, or it's a home run. Mm. That's like those are the only options.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 really hard to watch. Honestly, I I don't I've never felt like good about the Ozuna just thing in general, but this season has just made it much much more justified. Uh, but also, like, I, I got to admit, like, I don't want to take Michael Harris out of the nine hole because I feel like that's where he's been thriving. Well, he's been he was batting eighth. Uh,
0: and when we had Adrianza in there. Yeah, so, I guess that's a good point. Which Adrianza should not really be a starter. No, I, I guess, no. you know, I understand moving Arcia ever so often, but I don't like it when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine R.C. really does either.
1: Yeah, um, R.C. was solid, too. I mean, he's a, I, he's an everyday starter on, on most teams, I feel like. Yeah, he's not, like, the
0: best, but he's what yeah, we no, got. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he, by um, any means. But we have we have an off day tomorrow. Um have a two-game series in Boston who are doing really bad right now, so hopefully we can beat up on them. Um, I think we're facing Huck or Hauk or however you say it and Pavetta, mm-hmm. um, hmm. and then going down to Miami and facing every like anybody who's not named Alcantar, which is a good <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um we do face Pablo Lopez, but then I think yeah, that's decent. Yeah, but it's uh, it's I think it's freed against Lopez, so it's basically that, like, yeah, yeah, that,
1: that stacks up very well. Honestly, um, probably in our favor.
0: Yeah, so it's freed Lopez, and then Odorizzi versus Lizardo, who hasn't been good, um, and then Ian Anderson, which you know, hooray, against I see how that goes, yeah. <laughs> against <laughs> undecided. Right now. So it's basically going to probably be a bullpen game for them. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Strider versus some dude with the last name like Garrett. I I don't... I have no idea who it is. Yeah, no Um, no clue. But we got to... Got to take this off day and stride. Look in the mirror Mm -hmm. for a while. And just kind of be like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Um, Other than the beginning of the year... Or not the or like the really the first quarter of the year. This is the first legit roadblock that we've hit in a while, mm-hmm. and it's honestly, in a way, it's kind of a welcome wake up call. Uh, we finally just lost three in the three in a row for the first time this whole season. Um, at the end of this series, Michael Harris is finally starting to see what it is to be like on a Team that's getting destroyed. Um, Mm. So yeah, I would hope we we learn from this. I've been we've been rambling about this for ten minutes now, Um, but yeah, that was a nightmare. That was the other thing I'll say is I think that the rivalry after this series is officially at like at its height again for the first time in around a decade. Uh, I agree, because. The amount of hatred just coursing through me in each of those games was <laughs> was bad. like I was just in my living room screaming um, and like every small thing I would have like a a very emotional reaction, either mm-hmm. positive or negative, mainly negative for what was going on. like I was screaming, like I was talking to Jake to rizzy or ian anderson
1: I was, <laughs> it's like they're your, your buddies
0: yeah like just I, I standing I,
1: right next to me the the thing that's tough about this series is, we were talking about this a little before we went you know we went live but like you start to build up a, like players on other teams of like yeah no i kind of like this guy you know i like i like what he's doing and then you play them and then it's immediately shattered like, Pete yeah. Alonso is not the same person right now. Like, I really liked Pete Alonso five, six days ago, but I kind of fucking hate this guy now.
0: Yeah, especially... Yeah. We were talking... So, like, the the Darno call that got overturned, the one that he got uh, injured on, that was just one of the worst overturned calls in our in our replay history of the last two years or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, very similar to the Boehm they were touching the plate. Um don't remind me. just just egregious real tough and seeing you know it's like okay you score and whatever like you, you're allowed to be excited but after that play where he just just trucked into darnell which you know it's part of baseball and whatever but he trucked into darno and darno got hurt and he had to go get x rayed after him taken out of the game um, and you went you went from being up 4 nothing or whatever to five nothing not a major difference um like if you're in the dugout and you just like you know pump your fists or whatever go ahead but him coming out of the dugout and and just like you know punch in the air and whatever Mm. like that guy's
1: dead it was weird it was honestly fucking weird man he he, he's a he's
0: not he's kind of a psychopath i think Mm. he's got like just a touch of just
1: uh the bergs or something <laughs> like he is he's, he's just yeah the the whole like home run derby the, thing oh. too with him which is fucking ridiculous
0: every single one like all of them are competitive like they all you know anything anybody <laughs> any any man does like you know they want to win and whatever uh and but you know they were all like laughing and are you know like trying to acknowledge okay it's just we're just doing this for fun or whatever i would like to win but, like, if I don't, I'm going to go root for my friend or whatever. Like, Acuna's going mm-hmm. supporting Soto immediately after he loses, which, you know, Acuna d- hates losing. Um, yeah. But Alonzo's just in the dugout, like, just it's looking at the ground. And, like, his the guy he faced, uh... Julio Rodriguez, is just, like, you know, having fun and, like, making jokes <laughs> with people and laughing, whatever. And, and just Pete's, like, in the dugout, probably <laughs> listening to Screamo music, like, rocking himself back and forth. Like, it's the home run derby. Just, yeah. just cool down. <laughs> um, I love seeing him lose in that, too. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I was thinking about it, and I would cheer for any other team at this point in the World Series besides them. They are at the mm. bottom. I would rather see the Dodgers win. I would rather see the Astros win, the Yankees, the Phillies even. I would rather see all of them oh, beat the Mets. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I would rather see the Phillies beat the Mets. <laughs> I would like yeah, slit my I, throat I, after the game, but I would rather see the Phillies beat the Mets.
1: It's it's funny because like last season was a total fuck the Phillies season, and now it's like fuck the Mets. And I just realized I do not like both those teams very much. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's crazy to think that the Nationals are where they are too. Like, would not have thought that they would be a tanking team. You know, after especially after the twenty nineteen season,
1: like well, that they, went, just, they just yeah. That went they went down so up. so quickly. You you can't you can't let that happen if you're a franchise that just won the World Series. Like, there that is inexplicable and kind of like I mean, like, it it makes no no fucking sense why.
0: Yeah. It. I mean they were kind of an older team and whatever but still mm. the way they fell was just and I guess maybe the 2020 season didn't help them too this is a whole different topic right now but uh just if you had 15 bad games you could you know be sellers at the deadline <laughs> like in the 2020 <laughs> season like that was yeah for real it's hard I to go back and point. look at that and look at that season cuz that was just like, uh, um,
1: like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think so like, random.
0: like, like who would be good, who would be good? Like, you know, the Marlins went to the, the post season. Um, mm-hmm. but then there was also like the Brewers missed the postseason that year. Uh, and the Giants missed the postseason barely. Um, no, the Brewers didn't miss it. They, they were the ones that squeaked in over the Giants and then they got mercy killed by mm-hmm. the Dodgers. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, yeah. <laughs> I, this, this, this whole series has reignited my absolute hatred for the Mets. Like it used to be kind of like, Oh, I hate the Mets, but like, I don't know. I kind of respect them in some ways. Like they're a gritty team and whatever. And I still kind of respect them in ways like that, but now I just absolutely hate them and just how into every single pitch that their fans were made me so resentful. Like I wanted to go there and just start fights, like any <laughs> any person I see. Like, there there
1: was this there was this uh fight that happened there. I don't know if you saw the video. It was like viral on Twitter, <laughs> but some Braves fan just got fucking rocked. Oh, like good, it, was, it was tough to watch. It was, it was about as it was about a symbolic of the series. I was like any video could have been, <laughs> but yeah, it was a dude in Led to jersey just like knocking this guy the
0: fuck out i can like that would have uh, so me and will were planning on going and visiting sam for this series and th- honestly that that might have happened to me <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like i would have found just the loudest person or whatever and then you know you're at city field so everyone's gonna start surrounding uh, you yeah. and then whoever the biggest person there you know is gonna come in and just uh <laughs> Turn me into a, like a, a stain on the ground or something.
1: Yeah, no, it would, would not be would not be pretty. Um,
0: oh man! But yeah, I despise them at this point. Um. Yeah. So moving on. Uh, the second part of the show is talking a little bit about the um, the deadline overall and kind of our moves. Um. So. Looking at what we did at, in the moment, um, like so, the night before, that's basically when we did everything except for the rice sale, the glacier Like that was the mm-hmm. that was the only thing that happened. Tech, like was reported after the trade deadline ended. Um, the night before when we got Rizzi and we got Grossman, it was just kind of like the Grossman. I was like, eh okay sure Mm -hmm. we got a bench bat and whatever that's fine and the odorizzi was mainly just shocking because i
1: don't that i agree i i didn't know how to
0: feel about it like no i felt good (laughs) i felt i felt i felt so good i was like you know i i guess there was like not there was a little like seller's remorse or whatever where it's like well maybe Uh he'll end up being good again but yeah will smith was awful this year. Like, you just... Yeah,
1: he also... He he let up a home run in this first Astro start, so... (laughs) 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 And
0: it's not only... Like, you gotta look at it from a business perspective, too. Like, that was... Mm. I talked about this multiple times. The two Albatross contracts on our team, or two of the Albatross contracts on our team, but there's not many, were designated to two of our worst performing regular players in ozuna and will smith yeah it's will smith had like a three-year 60 million dollar contract which for a reliever is ridiculous
1: i'm pretty i'm pretty sure it might have been less than that but he was definitely making like 13 to 15 million dollars a year which is yeah crazy really yeah i mean i might be wrong let me see what is ozuna was ozuna was uh four years 60 million like six zero
0: okay. million yeah. Will Smith
1: will Smith baseball. Yeah, three years, $40 million. Yeah, for average okay. salary of 13.3 mil. That's still <laughs> ridiculous
0: like, for a reliever. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, he had... Basically, he had a perfect postseason that I will be eternally grateful to him for.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, he didn't let up a single run. Yeah. Everyone it, knows that. It, uh, but oh. him in the
0: regular season is inexcusable. Like... Mm -hmm. Just And him, you know, all of that year uh, was just painful to watch.
1: It was so hard to watch. Uh, It was so fucking
0: hard to watch. So, yeah, in his, he's been in three games with the Astros so far. Uh, He's pitched three innings, given up two hits, and one run, two strikeouts. Mm -hmm. Uh, .66 whip. I don't really know the situations he's come into. Um, Mm. So not really a big sample size right now. But for us this year, he had 37 innings pitched. uh, And he had a 97 ERA plus. He had a 5.22 FIP and a 1.5 WHIP, which is pretty bad. Uh, with 1.7 homers per nine and 5.1 walks per nine. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 strikeouts per nine. That is not worth the money that he was getting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was just questioning. I was like, why in the hell... Would they do this contract? Because I'm pretty sure that they're eating most of his salary at this point. Um, but I think they are. Somebody. I think they. All,
1: I mean, I think what happened was they wanted to get rid of Odorizzi and they needed a left-hander in their bullpen. Yeah. And they just needed to find like the right team to do the trade with. So.
0: Yeah. Makes makes sense. Yeah, I think each side was pretty happy. But the thing is, like, Odorizzi was having mm-hmm. a good uh stretch of games for them which was just yeah surprised a number of people i mean mm. both sides seemed like they left left that trade pretty happy um, and mm. now we have i mean we can he's been in all types of situations too uh so we can put him pretty much wherever we want uh and we yeah. have starting depth if we need it
1: um mm. Well, it just got brought up too, so that might that might shake things up a little.
0: Yeah, I don't know what his numbers are looking like in AAA. I can't imagine they're great, but yeah, it's so weird to think about how he was the our ace in the second and the, mm-hmm. the first half of last year. Yeah, um, he was. Yeah, he was. Fa- he was fantastic. I don't know. If, I, I think he just he seems like more of a reliever to me in way. Anyway. Because he's, he's got, like, a really good slider if it works. And then his fastball's in the upper 90s. And he doesn't have mm-hmm. any other pitch. Um, and he started throwing, I think, either a changeup or a curve. But it did nothing. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, Rizzi in Houston had a 3.75 ERA um, and a one one five whip. I, I think we definitely won this trade. You know, that's yet to be seen for the the rest of the season, but just an instant glance, we definitely won this trade. Um, Mm -hmm. Getting a better pitcher who can pitch more innings, um, just better productively uh, in general. Um, His baseball reference page has, like, all these AAA teams on here, and it's really hard to see. But, um, I don't know. He's not anything special, but... Will Smith was less than special to me, and he was just constantly a heart attack on the mound that we no longer have to deal with. So, mm-hmm. I'm all for that. It was, yeah, shocking. Yeah. Um, Grossman. What did we even give up for Grossman? It was a, a prospect outside of our top 30
1: some random guy yeah it was okay um yeah minor league pitcher chris Anglin. like literally never heard of this yeah, guy I've never heard of that guy and he's yeah he's outside of our top 30 so
0: we just got grossman for nothing i'm guessing this is his last year on contract um, i i think it might be yeah but uh yeah that one was weird to me uh, um at first but then i you know started to realize what Alex was doing Um, and Mm -hmm. Robbie's a switch hitter um, who uh, has just been a journeyman pretty much his whole career and has been a just kind of an average to mediocre player Um, had the best year of his career last year Um, this year not doing as well he's got like a 220 average or something but from the left from the right side of the plate against lefties he's got like a 360-something average uh and ops in the high 800s um so he knew what he was doing with that he's not going to play too much um he had in his start he did pretty well i mean he's squaring up the ball and whatever um for players like that, I don't understand. I guess you know if you're, you're trying to fix it and whatever, make it a more like a better part of your game. But if you're hitting that good from the, the right side and you're hitting so terribly from the left, like why do you keep switch hitting? I don't get it.
1: Yeah, it's it, I think it's like the Ozzy Albies debate, yeah. where like he's so much better from the right side, but it's also just such a competitive advantage. Like,
0: yeah,
1: I think for for pitchers, whenever you're going against someone that's hitting like opposite of your, or you know what I mean, like they're swinging yeah. into your pitch essentially uh that's got to play some mental so, you know, yeah. mental games but, but it's like when it's yeah it, we'll we'll see how we'll see how it turns when out when it's a pitcher like that's as good
0: as Jacob deGrom, like i don't know how much mm. that's really going to affect them you know
1: um, that's true that's true i guess i'm just speculating but yeah, i
0: don't know but I, don't know. I guess that's my first thought um we got Adri- we, we paid more for Adrianza than we did grossman which was interesting um in mm-hmm. 29th Rated prospect, Trey Harris, which he wasn't ever going to do anything. Um, he's getting mm-hmm. old. Uh, that's, you know, depth and whatever. Um, who's more productive than somebody like Mike Ford? Um, so, but, yeah, the Rysel Iglesias move. At, at first, I hadn't even considered him. I don't think anybody did because he's on contract until 2025 the angels front office like I, I think that we could do a better job than they are doing <laughs> like almost
1: guaranteed. i mean to be fair to be fair though that team has just fucking imploded this season but it's season. just
0: like is it just cuz they didn't they didn't want to pay they're like they just they signed him to a 4 year what was his contract worth um they they
1: just make terrible like managerial decisions
0: it's uh oh. like 10 year 10 million this year and then 16 million each of the next four or next three years um hmm. which is you know stout for a reliever but if he's yeah. your closer i don't know but uh we should we just talked about kind of similar figures for will smith but this is not will smith um so you lock this guy up for four years this is supposed to be your closer for four years and Mm -hmm. he didn't have the best stats um allegedly it was just like three games where he really got blown up and then the rest of that i think he had like a era under two um i think that's what anthopolis was saying but you lock him up and then i guess that's just they were like nah (laughs) <laughs> we don't want to pay his salary, but you could have, like, you could have waited until next year, in you know, seeing if he was doing better, because like the the selling value at this point wasn't super high, um, and mm-hmm. then you go and get kind of a guy who's shown some stuff, but is a real big gamble in Tucker Davidson, and then the guy, a guy who's at the end of his career for a team that is Jesse t- tanking yeah. and Jesse Chavez, which that upset me. <laughs> like I, yeah, that, that was kind of, that was about like, her. they could have taken any prospect, any, any prospect to just, you know, if you're going to take Jesse Chavez, you might as well take like a 22nd ranked prospect or whatever, which I think we would have glad, gladly yeah. given them. I don't understand why, the, why he was included in that and all me. I, like, I guess I a I thought it was like kind of a way of DFAing him, but. Yeah, perhaps. You could have DFA'd so many other people, like Jay Jackson, who's on our 40 man roster and hasn't pitched at all. Um, mm. And Jesse's done really well. Like, Jesse only does well in a Braves uniform, is what we've seen in the last <laughs> couple of years. Like, he went.
1: I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if he somehow ends up on the roster again this year. I don't know fucking how that would happen. Well, I mean, but...
0: they, they honestly might DFA him. And then we just pick him mm-hmm. up again. Like, that's what a lot of people were commenting to me. Um, mm-hmm. But I think in his first Angels appearance, he, it was against the Mariners. They were winning 3 nothing mm-hmm. going into the ninth. And he was given the closing duty because they'd gotten <laughs> rid of Rysel. And he blew the game.
1: I, I honestly didn't know. Yeah. This. It was horrible. This was a... Uh... What game was this? Angels
0: it's Mariners? Angels Mariners. Uh, or he didn't blow it, but he gave up three. Well, I guess it was a blown save. Um, yeah. So yeah. he gave up three runs. And just, the, like, the video oh, wow. of the hit the Jesse Winker got off of him, he, it literally went right over Jesse's head, and he just had to collapse on the mound, and he's just on the ground mm-hmm. looking at this ball going into the outfield and knowing, like, he just blew a save. And he... And he's got to be thinking too. He's like, "Why the hell am I in here trying to save
1: the game?" <laughs> like like <laughs> when's the last time I was a, a closer? It's almost like they got rid of their closer for um I don't know, maybe maybe they want him to like fill in that role for some fucking weird reason. He's
0: at the he's been he's been on that team 3
1: times. <laughs> he's been on
0: like every team 3 He's the times, most traded so, player yeah. in MLB history.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm honestly not. He's been traded 14, 14 times.
0: 14. Time. That's another reason I feel so bad for him. Like Yeah. No man. one wants to keep him. That
1: sucks. Yeah. And he did he's the best on, in it, I mean, he, yeah, he's he's literally been on 13 different teams. That's crazy. Actually no. Yeah, 13. Four, sorry, 12. Yeah. But still. Sorry, 11. Dude. But still. That's I I mean, That's just a crazy amount of teams to be on. There's no way that just, like... Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm just, like... I'm just shocked at his uh, baseball reference page right now. It's wild. It's, like, every year... It's a a different team. He's on multiple teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It's amazing. But there there is just no no reason. You give up... You give Mm up... Like, someone... Who could basically be a top five closer in the game on a yearly basis, but he's with one of the shittiest teams that has terrible luck, but also terrible front office, and this is a good example of how terrible their front office is. Like, I just can't imagine. Like, who is an Angels fan? Who would who would deal with this on a consistent basis? I don't. I don't. Like even the, even the Mets, even the Mets. In. Like you know, yeah. or the, like the Braves too. Not as much anymore. You get tortured by these like just hanging, like, uh, what's the word, just, uh, oh, jeez, uh, uh, curse, curse, <laughs> that's the word, like, hanging curses. Yeah. Whatever. But at least, like, you know, the Mets, they went to the World Series in 2015, they lost, but it's like, that's something to cheer for. The Angels, it's like, they're not, yeah. they don't get there. And, like, mm-hmm. it just, they, and not only that, they have, two of the best players in the, that have been in the MLB in like the last two or three or like in just in general in the MLB ever
1: <laughs> they 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 have the two best players in MLB yeah. right now like i think that's kind of the consensus and they're just
0: piss pissing it away it's yeah. uh, uh. crazy but yeah Rysell looking back at, when at first my post about it was like we got RiceL Iglesias. That's kind of strange. Jesse Chavez mm-hmm. left. I don't know why they wanted him. I feel sad, and that was pretty much it. But yeah, yeah. You know, Rysel had a really dominant inning um, when he was in there when it mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I I do wish that we I, like I greedily kind of wanted like a little bit of a splash move, like an Ian Happ or. Or and also like or getting a Carlos Rodon or uh, Jock Peterson, but both the Cubs and the the Giants, where the the Cubs like fumbled the bag and tried to get way more for Contreras. Yeah, I
1: think they overplayed their hat. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, which is
0: just pretty embarrassing. Um, Yeah. and then the Giants thought that they could still be contenders, and then they lost three out of four to the Dodgers immediately after, and now they're basically done. Um They're
1: fucked, yeah, they're, they're not in a good spot, unless they got on a tear, but yeah, it's not looking great for them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a,
0: it's a longer episode than I wanted it to be, but that's how it usually happens, mm-hmm. because we can talk about this for hours. Um... But, yeah. yeah, we got the, the Red Sox and the Marlins and then the Mets and the Astros. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And then – Yeah, I, I think this – it's a bummer because at this point, like I mentioned, I think we're kind of playing for a wild card spot. But I, I think our – the rest of our season is actually not too terrible. Like we got a lot of Philly series, we got a couple more Mets series. Uh, we, I think we have a Mariner series, which might actually yeah. prove, prove a little difficult because yeah. it's in Seattle. Yeah. But, um,
0: but the thing is, if you look at if yeah, you look I, at I the know. Mets, the rest of their schedule. It's
1: cr- Yeah, it's it's. Just
0: they have laughable. so one, they, Right now, they have Cincinnati going to Citi Field, and then hmm. they have the Phillies at at C- uh, Citi Field. Then then us, and then at Phillies. Mm -hmm. So they they do have a tough stretch here because they have at the Braves for four games and then at the Mm -hmm. Phillies for four games and then at the Yankees for two games. But then they have Mm -hmm. the Rockies, but then they do have the Dodgers. Then the rest of their season, Mm -hmm. get this, the rest of their season (laughs) is the Nationals, the Pirates, the Marlins, the Cubs, the Pirates again, Milwaukee, The Athletics, Marlins, us, Nationals. So you have two teams in the stretch of like a whole month that are above 500. From September 2nd until October 5th, the only teams they play above 500 are us and the Brewers. So, right, well, I think we're really going to see, gonna best. kind of, if we, ha- if we have a chance at the division or not, within the next, within August. Mm-hmm. If we're still, like, five games back, at the most, or at the least, or whatever, Yeah. by the end of August, I think it's out of reach, but... I, we can't always be looking at what the Mets are doing. We got to keep playing our game, but we cannot just be settling for a wild card spot because it's going to make the whole path just inevitably a whole ton harder. And I know yeah. it's like you know whoever's hot at the end of the year, that's that's all that matters because um, that's what we did. But with the new three game wild card, you're really it's. It's honestly, in a way, making the regular season more important um, because you got more work to do if you have a worse record by a good bit, especially if you you Mm -hmm. have to play all three games. And if they're especially if they're intense games, which they're more than likely going to be. But, yeah, we'll see how things shake up next week. Um, I'm still not. I don't know if you saw this, but. Instagram thinks that I'm using a third-party, like, following account or whatever. Um, so it, it banned me f- from uh, following or unfollowing anybody, creating any posts, liking or commenting on anything. Um, so I can – I but I can still put stuff on the story. That's the only thing I can do. Um,
1: right, yeah. So –
0: and I think that was just because, like – Struggle boss. Because I was normally, like, going into Braves accounts and just doing the following thing. And then now I was like, I'm going back and doing unfollowing because you can only follow mm-hmm. seven hundred, seventy five hundred accounts at a time. But anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> August 13th. So uh,
1: uphill, bottle, uphill battle here. Yeah. August 13th is yeah, day.
0: So. That's Hell my yeah. Christmas. But, uh. Big ups. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, yeah. Terrible series.